Hi, I'm Austin Erdham. And I'm Taylor Patton. Welcome to Kitchen Table Podcast. We're going to motivate, educate, and relate to you guys, sharing our stories, helping you get 1% better in all areas of your life. Welcome to Season 5. We've been in the in the, uh, in the the works here, talking about a couple of things. Friend got married, talked about the podcast at the wedding, and uh, got some new ideas. We're going to try to include stuff that has gone well the last couple of seasons and try to make it flow a little bit better for this season. So we're only going to have a couple. We're hoping to get two to three guests on this season um, and spice it up a little bit. But really, our format is going to be going back to um, not necessarily a pure quote, but something that was inspirational or drove us that week um, for our quote and then have a discussion on that. And then we are going, instead of having a Bible verse to go along with whatever we are talking about or teaching, we are going to have a moment from the last week where we saw God. We're going to basically have the whole episode be what we've learned the past week in our own lives, because our, like we say at the start of every episode, we're going to motivate, educate, and relate to you guys sharing our stories, hoping you get 1% better. So best way to do that, kind of like we said last season, is to share what we've learned. And then the 1440, we talk about getting 1% better. And as Taylor came up with, that is 1% of your day. So we're going to talk for 1% of our day, how we can get better from the last week or how that's impacted us moving forward or could impact us moving forward. That's kind of what we're going to do. Um, Let us know what you think. We hope to run with this and then hopefully more episodes in the future with more guests. And then this episode will be turned into Fridays and kind of talk about what we've learned, podcasts we listen to, all that kind of stuff. And we'll still bring you a guest on Tuesday and Thursday, hopefully in the future. So without further ado, episode 82 is live. Oh, we need yeah. some music going. <laughs> all right. So last week, I read a book. I'm doing some sports psychology uh, work with a local high school. And I read a book called In the Dark or When in the Dark by John Lucas. And I think it's Josh Metcalf. They're both mental performance coaches. Anyways, it uh, gives us gives a story, okay? So when you are in a storm or just pretend you're in a storm, right? A lot of us want to wait out the storm or whatever it might be. So cows, when it's about to rain, cows actually go <laughs> away from the storm and try to outrun it. Okay, so cows are going east. The storm's going east. Eventually... You, the cows can only run so far and the storm catches up to them and they have to endure the whole storm together. Okay, on the flip side of that, bison do the opposite. They sense a storm is coming. If the storm's coming east, the bison run west. Yes, that means they run into the storm, but if you are overlapping the storm with your path, you actually have less time in the storm than you would if you waited it out or ran away from it. Point being, in our own lives, we should take adversity, challenges, take it head on, positive uh, mannerisms. We're going to get through it, see the light at the end of the tunnel, because if you avoid it or wait it out, then you're not getting any growth. So head into the storm, make yourself better, embrace the suck, is what the Navy SEALs would say. I just really like that story. I can just visualize it so good. Like I see it happening. The storm? In the bison running. And the cows running. Bison are cooler than cows anyway. Well, that's why. They're <laughs> running into the storm. <laughs> so I just so thought yeah, that was good. That kind of goes like, my thought was like, something that like motivated me this week and that was like hearing like, 
it's God's plan. And like, are you willing to like let him move you in his plan? Dude, that's, I think so many people like just me thinking in my life, like, I feel like I stonewall God a lot. What do you mean by stonewall? Like I, like he's moving me one direction and I don't want to move my feet. Like my feet are cemented. Like I feel comfortable. I feel very confident in the things I'm doing and God's trying to push me out of my comfort zone, push me in different directions, push me into a storm, like a bison, like running into a storm. And I'm trying to, I'm a cow. I run away from it. I'm, and that's what I'm saying is like, I think God's plan has like so much for you, but when you find comfort in it, like you, you become a cow. And that's like kind of what I like. I feel I, that's what motivated me this past week. So I like this is that like I, I've, I've seen God moving in my life, but I'm stonewalling. And so I think that it's just me needing to like open up my heart, open up my mind, open up my, my life to him. That's funny because what I wrote down this, I literally wrote it on uh, Saturday night at church. I wrote down that God, God will not put you in a situation you're not ready for. Mm-hmm. I just think of all the change like I talked about last season that's happened in my life yeah. the past six to 12 months. Yeah. And every step of the way, I've, I've been ready to endure that challenge. Mm-hmm. So I just think when we're stuck in the mud or in the cement, like mm-hmm. you said, it's, it's a great time to re- reflect that, hey, God, God will put yeah. you where you need to be, and then we just got to follow through and execute that. Mm-hmm. It really takes the burden off you about how, how easy it really is. Mm-hmm. It's just about taking that leap of faith because um, sometimes that's yeah. that's the most scary part. But then, yeah. then the other thing I wrote down with that is after we move forward, do we have like the song that goes glory and praise to our God, something, something right in our way. Okay, you don't know what I'm talking about. I know, like, I know the song. I don't know the word. I don't know but, what that. I know the song you're singing. But like they, they were singing at church and I was just like, how often do we really – Give all glory and praise to God. You see it on TV all the time. All, all glory and praise to God. And they are genuinely meaning. Like I saw it on, a, I don't know if it was Women's Softball World Series or what I saw it on. But anyways, it was just so genuine. And I was thinking, how many times do we just sit down and reflect on how lucky we are to be put in that mm-hmm. situation and be ready mm-hmm. for the situation that we had to endure just now? Because mm-hmm. if we didn't have God, we wouldn't have been ready for it. Or we'd mm-hmm. struggle more through it. Right. So just just a thought that I had to go along with yours. Yeah. Um, where else? Where, hey, hey. Go ahead. What are you about to ask me? I was gonna say, where else did you see God this week? Is there is there a time I, where you got a Bible verse or quote or what do you? Uh don't Bible verse. Don't. I mean, that was kind of like my. Quote I pro- thought. Yeah. Um, okay. I'd probably rather not have a Bible verse. Anyways, but that, where you see God. I think just another thing is like thinking thanking God for like the, like we, and when I say we, like me thinking back, like I like had prayed for like leadership and like being able to lead. Mm-hmm. So then I accepted, I don't know if I told the podcast, but I accepted a new position. You said that you had, uh, we ended the season with you having the interview. Coming okay. Yes. Up. Okay. Well, uh, I accepted the position. I got the job. I accepted the position. Boom, baby. Drum roll. <laughs> so that was, that was two weeks ago. And yeah. 
and that and so then i was like thinking it was like saturday friday saturday i was like i hadn't thanked like i hadn't thanked him i was like i've been praying for it for months to like put me in like a leadership position to help myself grow and that like i want i like i see a lot of potential like especially like when i work i see a lot of potential in like people i work with and kids and that but not to say that not to make excuses but in the job i'm you're like i was in you constantly on the move constantly doing new things so and that so like now i'm in a spot where like i can actually like spend every day with the same people and the same kids so i can actually pour a lot more into them instead of pouring little drops here and there throughout the entire campus so i feel like i have more potential in depth in the leadership i have in the ownership i have but then i was reflecting i was like i hadn't thanked god for that that i asked for and that's what i meant like i felt like i was stonewalling god was in that uh so I kind of reflected in that a little bit and kind of like why I hadn't. And I think it's because I was like scared of the leadership I had now. Yeah. Because the big, when anytime you have a big change or more responsibility, it's just part about like now you're probably yeah. way more comfortable than you were two weeks ago. Yeah. Just because you've been in, you've been doing the same routine yeah. for two weeks. Yeah. So it's a little easier. Yeah. I think that's the main, the hardest thing for me. Yeah. Uh, just starting something new. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because like I accepted the job and then not even an hour and a half later, I had to have a tough conversation. There you go. Welcome. Like, Welcome to leadership. Right, right, like, right into it. I had to talk, talk to some people, talk to a person about like kind of like their future and like mm-hmm. the company and all that and what to do and what not to do. And it's tough, but it's a lot of growth. Yeah. So it's good. I feel I feel a little bit of the same way. Well, first of all, because I just started my my own business, right? So I've been mm-hmm. doing some mental performance training, um, which is like a synonym for sports psychology, but I can't call myself a sports psychologist because I don't have a doctorate, just a master's. It's still weird to say I have a master's, by the way. I, I yeah. feel proud, but I, it's not really like a thing, I feel like. Anyways, um, so like when, when I started going to Valley, I was a little unsure about how it would go. I mean, I knew the head coach already and he's a great guy and he's been awesome and kind of lets me do my thing. But in terms of the leadership stuff, it's important for me. Like I went to their game the other day and it's important for me to not turn into that head coach type deal. Mm-hmm. Like I got to stay on the mental performance, positive side. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I'm not going to coach him on how to be better baseball players, but a lot of time, mm-hmm. a lot of times mentally, if you're better, you're physically be better. But I like I love like taking over and like having the responsibility. I love having my own business because it's on me. If something goes right or wrong, it's on me. And I, I like that. But like I wrote down a whole list of things that they could do better at or they're good at during the game. And I was like, I can't use all this because I'm not I'm not the head coach, you know. Right. Um, but head coach has been awesome and I did a session with them today. Um where I get to like I love when I get to be the leader for the 15 minutes, you know. Like yeah. they didn't like bring them in. It was kind of awkward because they like didn't start practice or anything. I was like, okay, I'll, I, I I called them in. I was like, all right, go in the dugout. We're going to start here. I was like, okay, is this my – I don't want to overstep my role sometimes, you know? Yeah. Uh, but I think when the head coach and I communicate or assistant coach, whatever it might be, when we communicate and we're all on the same page and telling the players the same things, um, I just kind of use my 
expertise in the mental side and they use their expertise in um, just knowing the baseball side and then all of us building relationships, even though wins haven't happened yet, hopefully they will this week, but I, I we're, we're building and I think that's awesome. Um, and it's fun to be in like a coaching or leadership position and see the same kids all the time. Mm-hmm. Like you said, to have that growth. Mm-hmm. So I've been, it's been really fun for me actually the past two weeks. And I was so, I was so nervous at the start, mm-hmm. not nervous to like do my job, but one of the things I wrote down this week was like, you got to have outgoing relationships. Like I want to go on the field and just run, jump. I want to play ball with them. You know, I can't really do that because I got to like know who they are and know the, uh, know your, know the room, know the audience. So I was very quiet at the start. And then now I'm starting to know the kids more. So we have mm-hmm. conversations at batting practice. We're talking about stuff other than baseball and just, you, I got to learn relationships quick. I mean, I know a couple of them cause I taught them. Yeah. But the quicker you learn, the quicker you can build relationships because I'm not there every single day. I'm there like two or three, four days a week, depending on the week. And it's it's super important. Same with the football team I'm working with. Um, I got to do stuff for them weekly. And just being like there's 60 to 80 kids I got to learn and coaches, you know. So it just takes time to learn who they are. But building relationships I think is super, super important and – being a leader to the kids is way I never would have expected. I like it so much because normally I'm all about what I can do mm-hmm. for myself, but spending some time on them and being a role model with what I do in the weight room or whatever is, is nice. So I've enjoyed it, uh, spending time with them. But anyways, I just wanted to piggyback off that. Um, I'll get more into that in the 1440, but anyways, place I saw God this week, um, is pretty much just probably the main thing we're going to talk about is our friend Will's wedding. Uh, he mm-hmm. got married uh, just over a week ago now. We're both in the wedding, and multiple. I, I reflected a lot the whole well the bachelor party the weekend before, and then the actual wedding. Yeah, because here's yes. here's what here's what Nate and I came up with, and then uh, we've kind of talked about it a little bit. The best times in life have three things included in them. Mm-hmm. Number one, mm-hmm. you have your most loved, whatever you want to call it, friends, family, um, people around you that deeply care for you or you care for them. And even I would extend it for like wedding type stuff, like their family as well. They become mm-hmm. part of you for a week, you know? Like I feel like Will's parents and Kayla's mm-hmm. parents became um our parents for a week or weekend i should say yeah, a little bit yeah and this is what it feels like you know it's just yeah. one big family then you yes. got so you got your best friends around like i was thinking on, on my wedding how great it was to have everybody you care for is right there like we just get to hang out for two and a half two days basically it's so fun so that you have your friends and family around number two you have strong emotions felt Usually strong emotions that last are things like love or um, depression, deep anger, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So emotions that you're moved to like tears of pure joy or sadness, whatever it might be, strong emotions. And I think weddings do that to you. Because like after the wedding, like I asked you if you got a, what did I say? What was the word I used? You get like depressed or... Like you get so high and like you want to go on a retreat and you get so high and you come back and it's so low. Like what's the word I'm looking for on that? 
I don't know, like just a big old bubble burst. <laughs> I don't know what the word is. Anyways, like a, like a wedding hangover. Not, yeah. not literally though. I'd say, yeah, like an emotional like hangover. Yeah. So I like that's, you know, something like was the time was important yeah. to you. Like it, it, yeah. it moved, you know, yes. I always felt that in big soccer tournaments or I felt it in weddings or family events. And then the last part is somehow it always deals with God. Like wedding being a sacrament, it's definitely my favorite sacrament. It's so cool because if you, like, I have a picture of it, but watching, so I would need a tech person. Kayla and Wills, I took a couple pictures of them cutting the cake or dancing. And you can see like the genuine happiness or love they have for each other. And that is just super cool to see. Like for once it wasn't like, because now I'm being married, now being married, I have a different outlook on going to weddings and stuff like before it's like oh what would i do in mine like this would be so cool blah 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 and it, it, like i didn't think about uh that at all it was more like wow look how happy they are look at the love they have for each other uh this is a moment i want them to enjoy and remember the rest of their lives it's probably the best day of their life until they have kids everybody says so i just think the wisdom and the emotion and spending time with loved ones, all of that coming together made for an awesome, awesome weekend. And it's like you never want it to end. So it just really, it really moved me, I think. Um, so that's a place I definitely saw God for 48 straight hours, I feel like. Yeah, it was very interesting. Like going into it, like, uh like having missed the like the bachelor party before like i you know people are emotionally connected and that i think yes. I, like i missed part of that so when i like walked in for like wedding rehearsal i like i already felt like i was like yeah playing like that makes sense like i played up. emotional catch-up yeah and that like i was like i automatically felt like i was behind on like that kind of like relationship like like kind of when you walk through like a brand new, like you're like a brand new friendship and that, and like you just see like people already have like inside jokes. You're like, you walk through yeah. a new room and all that, like a new job. Yeah. And like, then you're automatically like subconscious because you have to like think about like where you're at. Yeah. Or just then, have a conversation. Yeah. You can't be involved in. Yeah. Yeah. But then right after dinner, I think I felt good. Yeah. That's because <laughs> people had a couple margaritas in them. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, I really felt it right when in the wedding when they were kneeling and that right before communion mm -hmm. and that I just think that's a very is a very like authentic moment yeah I, like that. I mean not the, not the, the whole wedding and the whole ceremony and the, the whole weekend wasn't authentic but like just that moment yeah and that and I think the lights and stuff in the yeah or the not cathedral basilica. Uh, basilica there you go yeah it's very cool yeah and then yeah i just <laughs> go ahead yeah and then yeah coming out of the weekend like definitely like watching and all that like i think it, I, I guess i felt lonely it's like yeah it's like a whirlwind of emotions like i felt very excited for them mm -hmm. and the new chapter but then like back in like it's like wins mine my turn like yeah. in that and then like that's kind of like when i was like thinking i was like it's god's plan 
like like why am i not embracing that yeah like why am i not embracing it fully like i want like god knows what's on my heart and that so like why not pour fully into him and that is at the end of the day like if i pour fully into him and my whole heart is trusted in him i can't go wrong my life can't be bad mm-hmm. actually be better than you ever even that, and that's what i'm saying but if I continue like to worry and like think about like look at looking around like why not me like and that uh, like kind of like keeping up with the Joneses yeah and that uh, you're never gonna reach yeah out. and I'm never gonna be happy because I'm continuously trying to yeah. reach out and achieve something else so that kind of brought me back to home base yeah yeah my what kind of brought me back is because I was like obviously my wife was in uh, Texas doing stuff for school so she wasn't able to be there yeah and it was the first wedding that we've like been invited to after our wedding uh eight months ago mm. and it's funny with the with the couples game or whatever they play i i danced <laughs> with nate and brooke and then they kicked me out and then i tried to dance with another couple and then my my time got up because we were like i would have been like the third couple out anyways yeah, yeah. 30 but, seconds in. yeah we weren't first though um so it was hard not having her there because it really brings you back to like that day and you want to relive that day and yeah. um like it's such a it's such a hard emotion to describe, but it's like nothing, like it's pure joy. Like nothing can relate yeah. to it. Yeah. So I, I felt that for um, Kayla and Will, especially like mm. once the night's over, like it kind of sucks that the party's over, but like your your marriage is like just beginning, you know, like mm. you still have the open gifts. Obviously you're gonna spend the night together. You go on a honeymoon, like all that kind of stuff is, is super fun. And honestly, it kind of feels like that. Like when my wife got back from Texas, it feels like you're back on the honeymoon for, I mean, two or three days. Um, but after wedding, it was difficult because I didn't come home to her. I came home to doing nothing and I actually did some kick lessons the next day. So what really gets me out of it though, like I can see how people get depressed like all the time. Like I had to open the shades, like I had to make sure I was doing something. Otherwise I just like felt like crap. But what really got out of it is that God wouldn't want me to like sit there, do nothing, you know, yeah. like go on with your life, like yeah. enjoy it smile because it happened and then what do you got to do to be able to feel that moment again type of deal maybe not in a wedding setting but how how else can you get my how can i get my best friends together how can i involve god and how can i be moved emotionally um sometimes you gotta you just go back to work on having something else to look forward to um i think that's like an extreme optimism research shows that extreme optimism is contagious um, and people live longer, have better well-being, less anxiety, all that kind of stuff. So it was just a, it was really a good learning experience too. Um, I mean, for both of us in different ways, but it was really good. So yeah, that's where I saw God, I guess. Mm-hmm. Pretty easy to see God at the wedding. Yeah. We ate way too much cake though. <laughs> Yeah, I will give it. I will give it to Costco. I think that was the first time I had their cake. And Dude, it no, it's so good, isn't it? Tier. It's top tier. Yeah, I think the the vanilla is better than the chocolate, but yeah, it, it's so good. You should have their. Uh, it's either red, yeah, red velvet, dude. Interesting. Fire, or their chocolate mousse. Um, they got all sorts of good cake, dude. We were at Costco the other day, just looking at stuff, just to see if we should get it, but we didn't. We just had free smells. Yeah. <laughs> good. But anyways, uh, what else with the wedding? Anything? 
I feel like I'm forgetting something about it, but I didn't. I wrote the pure happiness. Oh, yeah. Here, here's here's a good question. Oh, we're we're move that to the fourteen forty actually. Okay. So that's kind of how to do it better. What else? Anything? Uh, I don't really have it, but now with the way I'm just moving on. Yeah, if you want. yeah, yeah. I'd say another. Where else you? Another thing, like got something this one. Like I, I found like a lot of growth in like <laughs> longboarding, skateboarding. Yeah, <laughs> like I, because I'm not. Because I didn't, I didn't grow up skateboarding, so I kind of had to self teach, mm -hmm. and that, and so like I board later on at night, like when there's not a lot of cars or a lot of movement. Yeah, and that, and so just being able to like, I don't know, just be vulnerable, especially like just board. Like I live in a pretty big complex, so yeah. like anyone can just sit out and like what their about the balcony is all face like kind of like the road. Yeah, and just watch it. Yeah, and so like. It's, it's, it's like a weird vulnerability, but it's like, it's very freeing to, like, to me. Like, yeah. And, uh, like I just put on headphones and I don't go very fast, but I go and, and just like, again, the trying stuff in it, like, it's very it's, like, exciting and it's like a weird time. Like I'm just by myself. Like I'm not on my phone. I'm not like texting anyone. Like I'm just, I don't know, freely strolling through life. Yeah, if that makes sense. I think it's hard to do things in front of people like that. Like I struggle. Like I always want to do agility, but mm -hmm. I'm always afraid to say, like, "Oh, people are gonna watch me. I'm doing right. it, and there's a dirt field." Blah blah blah. Mm -hmm. That's something I struggle with. But it's also good. You probably get some like uh, like stress relief out of it too. Oh, yeah, just, like you said, put your headphones That's in. A, yeah. yeah, relax. It's nice evening. Sun's going down. Golden hour. Yeah, it's cooling yes. off. You know, I already right. had dinner. Just right. chilling. Yeah, yeah. And that's exactly it. It I was very, uh, it's a very like good free frame feeling. Yeah, I was thinking about that too when my wife was gone. It's just like because at night I was like, wow, what do I do tonight? And I have nobody to talk to. I was like, nobody to hang out with. I was like, man, right? when the boys lived together, we'd be playing Call of Duty right now. Windows mm -hmm. be open, we'd be having smoothies or popcorn. I was like, we could like talk about how much there's nothing in the fridge and I need to get ice cream. <laughs> I was like, man, right. like being being by yourself was I was like struggling for a minute. Right. Especially when you haven't been for a while. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's such a different... Like, sometimes you need a break from people, but after, like... Like, she was gone, like, 12 days, and I was just... It did not need to be 12 days. After two days, I was like, uh... When you're back. Yeah. Right. I was like, it's just weird to be right. by yourself or whatever. But, yeah, it would be nice to go outside. Like, I wish we had a deck we could go out on Which, and... Yeah. I mean, have a, have a drink or whatever. Mm -hmm. It was just... I do... I love, like... At the time we're recording this too, it's like that time of day. Yeah. I love, it's my favorite time, especially in the summertime. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm excited for the CWS. Speaking of summer. Yeah. I wrote that down. <laughs> it is good. I've been following it, dude. And that I kind of been following it a little bit, but I'm excited for this next weekend going home. Cause I just always been a home staple. So like yeah. the CWS is just like, a very like home feeling yeah it's just and it's yeah, just a weekend of the year you always look forward to yes uh, yeah i was just texting tyler the other day i was like i was like the cws is like one of my favorite weekends in the whole year yeah They're like the favorite weeks depending yeah. on how long i'm able to be home yeah 
Yeah, personally, I like Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> See, we're not. I, I just can't do the cold. Yeah, well, I like Christmas, but the cold just ain't. Uh, today if we, if been, we celebrated Christmas and. No, dude, Arizona, I've I've I'm been open. I've been in a warm climate for Christmas, basically like last year, and this yeah. is not it's not fun. Yes, it, it's, it just doesn't feel right. You yes, at least need fake snow. I can I can I can YouTube fake snow and be fine in All my right. sitting out. Or two like sitting next to a pool. Speaking of like College Road Series and sports, though, um, I know you can repeat it. <laughs> Taylor said that it's. I had to pause because we can only record for so long for our, unless you guys want to pay for our subscription. Um, the Messi coming to the United States is huge. That is awesome. Like you see, they sold out all the tickets. They're in a temporary stadium. Yeah, they have you, no security. Did, like, do you say they went? Their season ticket sales went up a thousand percent. though? yeah, Th- a thousand. That's ten back, times. What was it? Two, three months ago, when I texted you, I was like, "You see, Messi's rumored to come to the Miami." Yeah, and I was, and like, then, and you're like, "That's not gonna happen." I was like, "Not for two, three at least years," and now it's happened. So, we gotta see it. Tickets for his first game isn't even against an MLS team. It's against some like uh, Mexican league, like the La Liga or not La Liga, Mexican Liga or whatever. Yeah. And it's probably. and it's like five hundred dollars. That's more expensive than the NBA Finals. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even a game that matters. I think that just like shows how big of an impact. Dude, like, yeah, a soccer and B like they were having one of the biggest superstars. I'm telling you, if you want to be a a globalized icon, soccer is the sport to play. Yeah, because like think about this, they're talking on first take, which is I love my wife hates it, so does my brother, but he watches it. Anyways, <laughs> uh, they're talking about how Stephen A. Smith. He's like, you got four four million followers. Mm-hmm. And they were joking with them. They're like, "Yeah, Messi's Messi's franchise now has five million because they had one. So Miami FC had one million followers. Yeah. Messi joined. Now they have five million. And then Stephen A. is like, "Well, I still got almost more, and I'm just one person." Blah blah blah. And they're like, "Yeah, Messi has four hundred and sixty-seven million <laughs> Instagram followers." No. Think about the power. I wrote this down too. Think about the power you have in four hundred sixty-seven million people following you. You post something, yeah, like you can like. That's changing the world, especially, yeah. Especially if, after if half of them reach. Yeah, especially after what, six six months prior, he just won the World Cup. Yeah, I mean, that, I, is, that the, is that the right? The yeah, last, it was, it was the last, last summer or last November. Yeah, so six months seven, ago. Yeah. yeah, seven months ago. Yeah, because I was on my honeymoon. Yeah, when it was going. On. What is it? World Cup. Yeah, right? Was. I was right. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I was So, but think about we got to see him though. It's a yeah. The greatest sports, like the greatest soccer player of all time. Yeah, I mean, personally, I, I like Ronaldo more, but I think Messi's a better soccer player. And he's like five foot seven. Right. We gotta see a game somehow. I don't know how, but we we it, it's. I'm willing to pay five hundred bucks if I have to. I'm not going to Miami. I better be getting on a cruise ship or something afterwards. I was looking because they come to they come to Chicago. They come or St. Louis or yeah, Kansas City. I was looking Minnesota. They, they were all stupid expensive. Yeah, right now, I'm I'm, I'm waiting until next year. Going right. to hopefully slows down a little bit. But anyways, yeah, that is a sports icon. But anyways, my question, I saw it on. So Steph was gone, right? So I needed something to do. So I rewatched the 30 for 30 of The Last Dance, all 10 episodes. Just binged it in two nights. Oh, and day and night because mm-hmm. I had Friday off. So 
uh, I wrote down, it talks about this. What does, a lot of people want to be great, but Michael Jordan was saying, what does greatness require? Sacrifice. And they were, they were talking about that a little bit. So I was just thinking, like, everybody has these big goals. I actually uh, did, like, a Wisdom Wednesday or Motivation Monday about it. Everybody wants to have these high lofty goals, and you should set high goals. But how many people, when they write the goal, think about the work that it's going to take to achieve that goal? Yeah. The higher the goal, the more work you have to put in, the harder it is to reach, but the more satisfaction you get mm-hmm. when you're done, right? But it just it was really interesting to me. What does greatness require? So for instance, another episode of greatness, which this is gonna be a hot take. I know we had hot takes the other day. You might not even know about it. Oklahoma softball. Yeah, I've been watching a lot of baseball and softball lately, obviously. <laughs> Oklahoma softball, the last 10 years. They have won six national championships. They had one year that stopped during COVID. Their last four seasons, COVID year, they started off 20 and four before the season ended. Then they went like 56 and three with the national championship. Then they went 58 and two with the national championship. And this past year, they went uh, 59 or something like that and won and have a 53 game win streak. That's literally the greatest team of all time. I don't care what sport. That's better than Michael Phelps Olympics. That's better than the Celtics in the 70s or 80s, whatever it was. That's better than LeBron. That's better than Michael Jordan's teams. That's better than all of them. That's better than Brazil in the World Cup. No team is that good. Even Alabama? Yeah, better than Alabama, better than Clemson. It's almost as good as Mid-Prairie soccer. Almost, actually. Mid-Prairie is probably number one. We beat a team 29-0 once. We all never met in Germany one. (laughs) But seriously... Think about that, like how hard that – better than the Patriots? Like out of the last five years, they have – Lost what? They've lost the – they're games. like 190 and 8. That's wild. That's like – Too bad probably – 30-game win streaks. Too bad probably only about 38 people know about this. I'm That's sure a lot more than that. Now at least, at least 39 are going to know it now. <laughs> 40 of you include you. Right. I didn't know about it. Either. I'm just saying, so what does greatness require? I mean, one, they got to have a culture. They got to put the effort in. They got to understand their teammates. They have to naturally be talented. You mm. can get into all sorts of different categories of what greatness is required. Yeah. I just think it's super interesting, and we can talk about it more in the 1440 of what that actually might be. But something to think about is for us – what is greatness for Taylor? What is greatness for Austin? What is greatness for Jimmy who's listening to this? Because everybody's greatness is a little different. Why are we put on this earth? You know? Yeah. I, I just think it's something to think about because if we get to the point where we're all setting goals, do we put in the effort to set those goals? And I always mm-hmm. talk about the circles lining up with your goals and actions, all that kind of stuff. Is that Are you getting closer to whatever greatness is for you? Um, I just think it's it's a good reflection question and should actually be taken seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, like Oklahoma softball, that's pretty amazing. Anyways, I thought that was good. Uh, you got anything else? I got one more thing. Uh, and that's it. Okay. What's your last thing? Uh, last thing is I. This is a this is a rant. Another rant. Austin doesn't like. Okay. So, you know, like when you apply for jobs 
and it says like, oh, you need this much experience to do it, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Like, and every job says that, like there's no entry jobs anymore. Yeah. So I saw a quote the other day that said, you can't be qualified if you've never done it. Right. So everybody says you need these qualifications. Mm -hmm. In order to get qualifications, you need to have an opportunity to be able to do it, to work. The best way to gain experience is to actually go in and do it. Yes. Sitting in front of a lecture hall and listening to a teacher does not make you that much better. Yeah. Going out in your field and working on coding, working for a company, going to a marketing sales pitch, playing against the best people in soccer or whatever your level is, yeah. getting in the batting cage, taking swings, yeah. learning to best way to drive a car is not do a simulation or play Xbox or take a test. Best way to learn how to drive is to, go, is to, well, hopefully not that unless you're really good is to get out in a car and drive. Yeah. So I hate, I hate, and that's a strong word, how everybody says people aren't qualified for something. Of course they're not qualified. How do you think they're supposed to get there? One step at a time. That's what I'm saying. So give them a chance. <laughs> yeah. Look, when we do surgery out here. Okay. Obviously hey, we're not going to hey. do a life or death situation, yeah. but like, like, but let's say let's say somebody is like goes through med school, whatever, and somebody they need to do open heart surgery on somebody, and the patient knows that it's their first yeah. time. Tossing the clippers. It's, it's clippers. Yeah. Are we giving them a haircut? You have to. You have to break open the rib cage. I know you got to cut them open. That's what I'm but Give me that. Let me do that thing. I don't know. If they just call them clippers. Maybe they do. <laughs> I imagine like a big ribbon cutting ceremony, <laughs> like a scissors. I'm pretty sure they use the. They use actual like bolt cutter type things yeah it's it's like heavy duty stuff that's what i'm yeah. saying give me that give me that job let me practice let me practice that thing but anyways they've practiced it before on other other people like doing stuff you know right. like sometime has to be your first time like live doing it making money for it whatever you want to call it and it just bugs me that people say that you're not qualified for it. The only way to get qualified is to go out and do it. So if you're scared to do it, go out and do it. If your company doesn't want to hire you, well, screw them. Like the only way to get experience is yeah. to do it. So it just really bugs me. That's all yeah. I got. I yeah. probably had something yeah. else, but I don't know. You can't, you don't know without trying. Yeah, you don't know what to do. I don't know. Again, it comes with like no matter like what stipulations come behind it. Like, what who's to tell you that you can't do it? Yeah, you're it. not able to do it. You won't do it. And I, yeah, I like it. I agree. That's what I got. I'm ready for the fourteen forty. All right. So on the fourteen forty, what we're gonna do is uh, talk about a little bit of the things we've talked about now, only how to make it better in the future. So, um, like, I'm gonna talk about what I think is key to marriage because Will and Kayla got married. We talk about yeah Taylor can talk about it too talk about leadership a little bit and then how Taylor was maybe stonewalling God um, and how he can get better at that in the future just stuff we've gone through here so appreciate you guys listening let us know what you think of the new format and catch you on Thursday yeah have a great day love you bye.